Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. I hope you guys are having an even more fabulous week than you were last week. That's what we're that's what we're going for here at She's Going Places. That each week of our lives is just getting better and better and better. I hope you guys are living your best lives. I hope that you're having the best Wednesday that you could possibly have. And if you're not, I hope that this episode is gonna is gonna make this week better. If you saw by the title, I am literally the second I thought of this title, I was like, that's it. Let's hit record. Let's just go with it. We're talking about being a routine queen this week. I literally, I'm a girl who loves a routine and I'm obsessed with calling things queen. And so this episode is bound to be amazing. It's bound to give you guys a lot of insight. It's bound to it's bound to make your week. And so with that high standard, we need to hop into some life updates before I like teach you all of my ways to becoming a routine queen or if I have ladies out there who are already routine queens, how we can level up your routine and make it an even better experience. But first off for some life updates is number 1, I am back in my shopping era. Now, some of you might be thinking, were you ever out of it? Were you ever not shopping? And truthfully, I haven't been actively shopping for like two weeks. I know, a round of of applause for me. Um, But Amazon Prime Day is coming up. When you're listening to this, I think it'll be actually happening. And I'm addicted to Amazon. So this is like a national holiday for me. And one of my guilty pleasures... I am like sucking into Jeff Bezos's trap of the the TikTok influencers with Amazon storefronts. Like, can we talk about Amazon storefronts really, really quick? Because they are my strange addiction. Like, I don't have an Amazon storefront and I have like no intention of making one. Although if I did have one, it would be phenomenal. But there is nothing like going to a curated Amazon storefront. Nothing. Like, I can't think of anything better. Granted, like, Amazon is, like, not the most high-quality stuff. Amazon probably is not even the most, like, ethical place to shop. Like, I totally hear you on all of these accords, but I'm addicted to shopping on Amazon and not even, like, purchasing. Shopping on Amazon and adding things to wish lists. Like, I basically have my own Amazon storefront in like the wish lists or the shopping list section of Amazon. And it's so bad. Like if I find an influencer that posts a TikTok about their Amazon storefront, I immediately stop what I'm doing to go look through their storefront to see if there's anything like worth my while. And most of the time, like influencers will have like the same stuff that they'll like take from someone else's Amazon storefront and put it in theirs to like hopefully get commission on people like me who just stumble across Amazon storefronts. But if there's like an influencer that has like a style that I'm going for, or they decorate their house a certain way that I like, like I'm checking their Amazon storefront constantly. I don't follow anyone on Amazon. I saw that that was a feature like yesterday, I think. And so I don't do that. But if you post about your Amazon storefront, like I'm the girl that's going to get you clicks. Like 
I'm the person you want to advertise to. And so I have so many things saved to shop on Amazon storefronts. And so I'm hoping that a lot of these things maybe go on sale. I still need to decide that, decide if, like what I'm, how much I'm going to spend, like what's a reasonable amount of money to spend on prime day, because it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a great TV deal. No, 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 no. I'm finding like aesthetic cutting boards, throw pillows. Um, let, honestly, I think this would be funny. Let me go look at my Amazon, um, shopping list. One moment, please. Okay. I've only had this list for a couple of days, but I still have quite a few things in here. It's mostly like home stuff, like small wooden planter bowls, a tissue, an aesthetic tissue box cover, a thing to organize cutting boards, shelves, the bathroom, prints that I would literally never put in my house. But like one day, if I have like a more colorful home, I'm saving those. Fake plants, a sunset lamp, a shopping purse, fishbowl vase, a checkered cutting board that looks like the Mackenzie Childs cutting board. Also in my Amazon cart currently, I have a checkerboard throw pillows. That's like my new thing. Checkerboard. <laughs> A checkered pattern, picture frame, a new phone case, like nothing crazy. Like I'm not trying to like rebuy my whole life, but like if it's on Amazon, I'm going to get it. Because sometimes I feel like Amazon convinces you that if it's on Amazon, like you're getting a deal, which probably isn't the case, but I also feel that way. And so I'm back in my shopping era, very excited for Prime Day. I'm trying to think about other things that I'm shopping for. Um, just generally, like I am, as you guys know, always shopping for clothes nowadays. Like that's my new, that's my new thing. Also, my toxic trait is like thinking I can just like buy designer items because I have a, a big girl job now and I have not made any of these purchases. Like this is me just like website shopping, but like literally the other day I was like, oh, these Prada sneakers are only X amount of money. Like that's not, that's not that bad. That's not, that's not that crazy. And I like try and convince myself in my head that it's like a deal when it's simply just not a deal. And so I'm in my shopping era. If I make any big purchases, I'll definitely be letting you guys know. I really haven't like pulled the trigger on any purchases. This is me just, it's like a hobby of mine. Like when you're watching TV, I'm shopping on my phone. Like I'm constantly just like trying to find something to add to my to my list of things I want to buy. I also, speaking of things of lists I want to buy, I am always so bad when it comes to like birthdays or holidays. Like if someone asks me like what I want for my birthday, like my mom, for example, I'm like, uh, I don't know. And so this year, now that I'm an adult, I've been creating a list. Anytime I think of something I want, I put it on this list and I have like a master list in my phone of things that I would like to buy. And something about it is really therapeutic that I don't necessarily need to buy it, but I feel comforted by the fact that I have it recorded in this list. And then when people want to know what they can buy me, I have a curated list for my husband, one for my mom, my mother-in-law, like anyone. So if you want to buy me a gift, I have plenty of options. Unfortunately, a lot of things on this list are a little absurd, but it's just like a dream list. There's some like really small things like a salad spinner is literally on there. I just want a salad spinner. Um, and then there's some really expensive things. So yay for shopping. And so that's me in my shopping era. Next life update was yesterday. I went to a baseball game 
and I grew up in a baseball family, like going to baseball games, going to my brother's baseball games. Like I was like the dugout baby since I was like three years old. Like I always loved it. Like that's how we spent our weekends, like as a family doing that together. Right. But so I also love going to like professional sporting events, but not necessarily for like the sports. Like I like going for the vibe. And so when you're going to a baseball game, like you're going to have a hot dog, you're going to get a beverage, like you're going for a a curated vibe. And so Hunter learned yesterday that I'm an expensive date to take to a baseball game because I got a hat. I got a margarita. I got a hot dog. I I mean, well, it's like an afternoon game. Like we ate lunch before did not need a hot dog but it was for the vibe so like you have to get a hot dog and I think we got ice cream because it was dollar ice cream day like I just like to go on like little little trips throughout the games because they're really really long actually like they're like three plus hours and I just want to know if like any of you listening can actually sit through like a, a game like that and like not get to like go give yourself a treat Like, Hunter could have sat there and literally bought nothing. Like, the tickets we bought, he wouldn't have needed a water. He wouldn't have needed any beverage, any snack. Like, just could have sat there. Could not be me. Like, I literally could not just sit through a baseball game and not buy anything. So, let me know what you guys think. I'm kind of toxic today. Like, I am in a delirious state also because... I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning. I feel like that's like enough of context for you guys to like not question why I'm in a delirium. It's just I'm not like normally I wake up at like 7 or 7.20, which will get into my routines in this episode. So you'll hear more about it. But I decided this morning I was going to wake up early and work out. And that was going to be like a new routine for me. And it's 3 p.m. and I'm like literally ready to fall asleep. I'm like, cool. It's literally just an hour early and I'm like down for the count. I'm like, nope, no, not me. I'm done for the day. Thank you so much. I'm so productive. I'm so fit. I'm so everything. And so I'm just kind of struggling. I'm on my second dose of caffeine, which is not good because normally I only really need like one morning coffee to get me through the day. But that is just not today. That I'm ta- I'm needing more caffeine today to like get through and like actually like, you know, like survive. And so that's a little scary. So I'm on my let's take a little caffeine break together. Cheers. Whatever you guys are drinking right now, my drink of choice like at the moment is Celsius. You guys know I'm having like a love-hate relationship with Celsius. But now I'm really like drinking like one a week. Like I'm barely drinking them. So like I don't think I'm going to get heart palpitations or anything. So I'm okay with it. But whatever your beverage of choice is, like this is the summer of being a beverage girl. So pick up your water if you're being really healthy. That's normally what I'm drinking. I love water. Your Stanley cup. It's your iced coffee, your chai, your green juice, your smoothie. Like it's a beverage girl summer. And let's all just take a quick, a quick sip together. There's your ASMR of the day. Don't you guys just feel better? You feel more refreshed? Y'all, I'm delirious today. Let's just get into this week's episode. Um, and let's become the routine queen that we all aspire to be. I love the concept of this week's episode. I love routines. I think that they 
make life worth living. I'm being serious. The people listening to this week's episode who are like, would consider themselves like spontaneous. I need to go on a rant about this actually for a second. When I was younger, I feel like I was fed the narrative that people who plan are like nerdy and people who are spontaneous are like really, really cool. Does anyone else feel that way? Because I used to always not feel bad about myself and it's like just not that deep at all. But I'm saying like I feel like me going on a rant in every single episode about like what media has told us as children. But I feel like I always thought like there was something like not cool about me since I wasn't naturally spontaneous. And I felt like myself trying to be more spontaneous, which I think it's really good for you to be spontaneous. But at my at my core, I am a planner. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I like to have a plan. I like to have a list. I like to know what's happening. I like to know what's happening at what time, when, in what place, where with my color-coded calendar. I'm the girl that has like a 20-page itinerary for the trip. I'm the person who has a backup plan, A, B, C, D, all the way through Z. I plan everything that could go right. I plan everything that could go wrong. I anticipate how people will react. I am a planner at my core, but I always felt like I needed to be more spontaneous. And Honestly, that's just not true. So justice for the ladies who are planners and we are not spontaneous people, I feel like we are underrepresented in media. Thank you. I can finally talk. And so let's become the routine queens that we all aspire to be. And for my spontaneous ladies, you need to take extra notes because this doesn't come naturally to you. You see, there's always perks. There's always perks to your personality and you should never doubt how God made you. Y'all, I am delirious today. Okay, so in all seriousness, let's just hop into this week's episode. Let's talk about making a really solid routine. And I wanted to do this week's episode because, you know, it's summertime. If you are in high school or college, like you're most likely on some kind of break right now. And so I know for me, like it was really easy to fall out of any kind of routine because you have like no structure you're not going to class. Maybe you have like a job or internships like that gives you some structure. But like across the board summertime, like things are a little bit slower paced. Maybe you're a little bit lazier. Like you don't have to be so like rigorous on yourself. Not everything has to be so planned. And so I at least know for me, I thrive when I'm really, really busy. And so then I'm like up at five o'clock in the morning, taking a cycling class, doing my quiet time, like grinding, going to class, like you have smaller windows of time to accomplish more. Whereas when you have a lot more time, you let it fill that amount of time. So I'm always like less productive when I'm not as busy. And so I thought this was a good time for us to talk about like the importance of having a routine and what it actually does for you mentally and like how it can just like positively impact your day, which is going to positively impact your life. And it's summertime and I know like we're all trying to glow up Maybe we're trying to get a little bit more tan. Maybe we're trying to be a little bit healthier. Maybe we're trying to like glow up mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever it is across the board, a routine will help you glow up in a healthy way. And so let's just kind of talk about like why routines are important because that's always the question I like seem to get whenever I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so planned. Like I love my routine. And I would always like hear back like feedback, even when I've talked about it on the podcast before of people being like, okay, like, I'm glad you love it, but it doesn't come naturally to me. And like, why is it so important? Like, does it really matter 
And the answer is, like, I guess it doesn't. I mean, in all reality, like, life's just life. Like, it doesn't really matter if you are not, like, cranking out an impressive morning routine. I think that that's a really important aspect of this week's episode. And it's that your routine doesn't have to be impressive. It just has to be impactful. And only you know what's going to really impact you or what's going to really motivate you or what's really going to set you up for success. I feel like we live in like a really all or nothing type of culture. And so you think if you're going to have like a really productive morning routine or productive nighttime routine or any routine during the day, it needs to have a hundred steps and you need to have like sub bullet points. And like if you're going to have like a great skincare routine, you need to do 20 different things. Or if you're going to have a workout routine, you have to go to the gym and do like 10 different workouts for a bunch of different reps and like be there for three hours. We've bought into the idea of for a routine to be successful, we need extreme excess or nothing at all. Like there's no in between for being productive or being successful. And that is just not true. And honestly, what I've found in my years of creating routines in failing at goals or like falling short of a routine is that the best routine that you can have is a sustainable one and one that you actually love doing. So I kind of want to just like walk through what my loose morning routine is and kind of debunk like here's my ideal morning routine and here's more so what actually happens and kind of like walk you through step by step and like why I like love my morning routine and how it like actually like makes my day better and like give like tangible, tangible results. And so this is my loose morning routine. I typically wake up around seven or seven twenty, somewhere in that window, like depending on if I need extra minutes in the morning before work is when I'll set my alarm in an ideal world. I'd be getting up at six. And so like this morning I did get up at six to go work out. That is not normal. And so I could get on here and be like, I wake up at six and I worked out and I do like, I've literally done that once. Like that's not a routine. And so my routine is around like seven to seven twenty, And from there, honestly, I'm typically a two alarm kind of girl where like I would, if I needed to be up at seven twenty, I would set one at seven fifteen and seven twenty, so that I would actually get up at seven twenty. But now that I'm married and I live with a boy who wakes up earlier than me, his alarms go off in the morning. And so I'm already like kind of awake by the time my alarm goes off. And so I really only need one. So there's a life hack for you, I guess, that you only need to set one alarm. Um, If you're like the toxic person like me, I'm the person who in my phone, I have literally an alarm every five minutes already made from like 3 a.m. to about like 11 a.m literally every five minutes like it's crazy but I love it and I like cater my day around like if an alarm has already been created I know it's stupid but like I made that many in high school because there was honestly always reasons for me to I never went in and like made them incrementally like they were always just set over time and now I just have them all and so it's really fun I love it but that's typically around the time that I wake up and then from there I immediately have to brush my teeth like There is not a world that I live in where I don't walk up and brush my teeth right away. Like, I I guess I just get, like, horrible, like, morning, not even breath, but just, like, the taste of my mouth is so irritating to me that that's just, like, ultimately the first thing that I do. And then, like, I'll wash my face with, like, water, put on some serum. Oh, yeah, you guys are getting, like, the, the whole morning routine. 
And then I will come out here. And at this point, like, Hunter is, like, long gone. Like, already at work. He's typically at work by, like, 7 a.m. in the office. Which is kind of, like, super crazy. He's literally adorable. He literally goes in early so that, like, he doesn't have to, like, stay till, like, 8 p.m. at night. Like, he just has to work a lot. And so he goes in early in the morning so that way, like, we still get to spend, like, our night together. And so... Slay, I love my husband. You see, Slay, I can't, I cannot stop saying it. Um, but wash my face with just water, and then I put serums on. I've been really into my skincare routine, and I can talk more about it maybe in like a favorites episode or something. But my mother in law is an esthetician, and so she's gotten me really into like salon grade skincare. And I think that was always why I never really wanted to get into. And this is so not relatable, so I'm really sorry, but. It was always the reason why I never really got into skincare. Like, for me, makeup was so attainable because I could, like, watch, like, influencers, like, doing their makeup routine and get product recommendations. And I felt like I could, like, slowly pick up, like, nice beauty products. Like, I, I understood I didn't need to have it all. Whereas I feel like with a skincare routine, it's so overwhelming because you feel like you need to buy the routine from start to finish. And that's, like, hundreds of dollars, like, if especially if your products are a little bit more high-end. And that was always, like, so unattainable to me. And so I kind of just, like, avoided it altogether when in reality, like, it's just, like, makeup. Like, you can buy, like, pieces at a time. Like, I don't know why I thought there was, like, a difference. Like, I had to be doing every single step possible or nothing at all, which is kind of, like, an underlying aspect of this week's episode is, like, what an ideal skincare – not skincare – of what an ideal routine looks like versus, like, one that's actually sustainable. But – from after my serum, while I'm letting that set into my face, um, I come out here and I put worship music on on the TV. I kind of just like to have it playing in the background. Like, that's not me being like, hmm, I worship in the morning. I honestly, sometimes I don't even necessarily, like, actively pay attention to it and, like, sit down and, like, have time to worship. Um, sometimes that is, like, literally me doing, like, the bare minimum. And, and I like it because I end up keeping it on until I have to hop on a call for work at, like, Honestly, I don't turn it off till about 10. And so, like, just having, like, worship music playing in the background, I don't know. Like, it just adds, like, a good soundtrack to my morning. And, like, subconsciously, I'll be, like, singing along and worshiping. That's not supposed to be being, like, I did my quiet time. But that's just – it's just something I do. I just like having it on, especially because I'm literally here by myself. Um, And then – this is the most beloved part of my morning routine. I ice roll my face. Y'all, I've talked about the ice roller in, like, a favorites video or two video podcast. I am obsessed with ice rolling. Like I love it. It's the routine of it. It is the, I can count on it every day. It feels so good on my face. It wakes me up. It feels good. It like deep puffs. It like really gets the blood like circulating in my face. Um, just to like make my face tingly and like feel more alive when I like go on trips and stuff and don't have an ice roller, like I notice a difference. Like it makes me ups, not upset, but like I'm putting on my makeup and I'm like, oh, I wish I could have like ice rolled this morning. Like I really do notice a difference. I really do love it. Even on my bachelorette trip after like one of the nights we had gone out, I had packed my ice roller and I was doing it in the morning. And then I told the girls we had like put like spoons, I think in the freezer. Um, and they started using them and none of them had ever ice rolled before. 
And, like, all of a sudden, like, one of them sitting there, like, holy moly, like, I'm noticing a difference in your face. Like, to some of the other girls, they're like, your face is depuffing. And they all, like, got obsessed with it. And they're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, I told you guys. Like, ice rolling is fabulous. And I have the Skinny Confidential ice roller. It's pretty expensive. I got it as a Christmas gift. I think it was, like, $60. It's pricey. It's pink. It makes me happy. It's high quality. And I love it. Um, and I think when you invest in things that like you loved using, and that's the same with like skincare products, makeup products, like things that like get you excited about your day, like to me, that's kind of priceless. And so I have definitely like my cost per use on that ice roller, we're talking like nickels, like that's how much I use it. And so that's kind of worth it to me, but you know, there's like dupes for it on like Amazon. Like there's tons of ice rollers out there. So definitely recommend from there, I take my vitamins because I'm an adult now. We love that for me. And then while I'm taking vitamins, and most of them are gummy vitamins, as you guys know, um, I make my coffee or like a smoothie or something. Most of the time it's coffee. Uh, like today was a smoothie. It really just depends on like if I'm like hungry or not. But always a beverage. There's always a beverage in the morning. I can promise you that. And so... That's when that's happening. And once again, it's just, it, it contributes to the vibes. Do I necessarily need a beverage? No, but it's just part of my morning routine and it makes me happy. And then after I have coffee, then I'm like, I'm, I'm still kind of like ice rolling while all this is happening. I put that back in the freezer and then I go and put moisturizer on and let that set in. Like I'm kind of like multitasking to like make the most of my morning. And then from there, once I have my Bev, once I have moisturizer on, I'll come sit here on the couch and I will do one of two things. I will do my quiet time, which is ideal, or I will scroll on TikTok because I am human. And so it really just, it kind of just depends. Like if it's like a crazy morning and like I still kind of need to wake up a little bit, like maybe I'll be on TikTok if I get distracted by something. Like if I'm thinking about the podcast or like something I need to post, I'll probably be on TikTok. Um, but once again, like this morning was kind of an ideal morning and I like sat down, put my phone away and like had quiet time. And obviously I feel so much better after doing that and like putting space between me and my phone. But like realistically, like it's going to be one of those two things, which I hate, but I'm just being honest with y'all. And then I start my work day around like eight or eight fifteen, depending on like how busy my workload is for like that, the morning time of like what I need to get done. So that's basically my morning routine. And I wanted to share like the step-by-step because I feel like once again, social media can really romanticize like what a morning routine looks like. Like I'm not getting up and like doing, putting on a matching workout set and like going and doing like Pilates, like on a mountain and getting a green juice. Like that isn't my morning routine. Like I'm mostly just like in my pajamas, like stay in my pajamas. Like it's not glamorous by any means, but it's something that I enjoy doing it's realistic for me and it's like contributes to my day I just feel like sometimes when you think about morning routines like you think about like cooking like a full breakfast and doing a a huge like hour-long workout and then journaling for 10 minutes and then doing your quiet time for 10 minutes and then worshiping for 10 minutes and it's like all of a sudden it's like a two-hour three-hour event And, like, realistically, like, that's just not going to happen because, like, I don't go to bed till, like, 11 most nights. And that's me, like, making myself go to bed early. And so, like, I need sleep. I am a sleeper. 
Hunter's not a sleeper. Like, he doesn't really need a lot of sleep. And so he could totally do that and, like, be, like function on four hours of sleep every day. That is just not your girl. And that's not healthy for me, honestly. Like, I need to rest. Like, I'm dying right now. Even just losing an hour of sleep. And so I think that's where routines can sometimes feel daunting is that you have this expectation of what they should look like. And I kind of just wanted to like share with you guys, like, I think my morning routine is amazing and I love it, but like, it's nothing special and it's nothing that you guys can't do. And so I think the biggest thing is, is like, number one, you need to create a routine that works for you. Like you're not going to be able to sustain something that you like pulled off of Pinterest. Like I went and looked on Pinterest, like just to like see like what are, what are like the aesthetic things to do in the morning and it was like a 30 of 30 thing checklist oh my god I forgot I do I'm sorry I forgot one part of my morning routine and I've always I've talked about this so I'm about to sound like a, a hypocrite if I don't include this but somewhere in between there I always make my bed must make my bed cannot function I didn't think about that when I was making this outline because Hunter made the bed this morning but the bed must always be made one million percent. One million percent. Okay. Sorry, going back. Um, on Pinterest, there's like a 30 like word checklist of like all of these things that like you can be doing in the morning that's gonna like set you up for an amazing day. And like it's just it kind of like stressed me out having to think about checking 30 boxes before 8 a.m. Like that feels exhausting to me. I'm sure you feel great afterwards, but I don't really know how sustainable that is because then if you forget to check five of those boxes, like, did you really like have a successful day? And then you're comparing yourself to these lists and you're comparing yourself to the day before of like how productive you were, like how efficient you were. And I just don't know how healthy that is. And so you need to figure out what do you like and what are your goals? Because ultimately, like I look at my morning routine and like the what I ultimately want, like take away all the little tiny tasks that I guess I do. But I want to leave my time in the morning feeling like ready to start my day, feeling like I didn't just roll out of bed and like start working because then like you kind of just feel like you don't have a life, especially when you work from home. I want to feel really grounded. And so a lot of times like that comes from like having worship music on or getting to have my quiet time, like really just like getting my mind and my heart in the right place. Like before, like the world has time to throw whatever it wants to throw at me for the day. Like you don't know what's going to happen. And so it's like all I can control is like what I do during the day. And if I'm like trying to set myself up for as much success as possible, you know, like I could get like a devastating phone call or I could end up getting really, really sick during the day. And so like I'm doing what I can to kind of control the foundation of my day. Um, and so you just need to think about like, what are your goals for your morning routine? If your goals don't align with going and cycling at five o'clock in the morning, like why would you do that? But if that's your only time to work out during the day and you really need to get a workout in, it's really good for your headspace before you start working and it energizes you for the rest of the day. Heck yeah, do that. But if working out in the morning makes you exhausted and then you can't function, in my opinion, like it's being like counterintuitive and then it's not helpful at all and it's not helping you achieve your goals. So that's where I just get frustrated where they think like where I feel like you're fed the idea that there's like a cookie cutter morning routine or there's a cookie cutter night routine to be successful and you just ultimately need to figure out like what works best for you and think how will this routine help me succeed? 
period. Okay, now let's talk about my nighttime routine. And I think it's important to note here, like, my morning routine, like, is a little bit more, like, structured. It's a little bit more like, okay, I'm going to do these, like, five things and, like, then I'm ready to start my day. My nighttime routine is kind of like I wrote down, like, what I tend to do all of the time. But, like, if something gets in there that throws something off or if, like, we have plans or we're coming from somewhere, like, then this does not happen. But this is, like, a typical, like, we have nothing really going on nighttime routine is we, I cook dinner. Typically, that's me. Like, Hunter will come home and help. He typically gets home around, like, six or so at the latest. And so, we're, like, a little bit of early eaters. I'm kind of oversharing now. I don't think that you guys necessarily care about that. Um, But we do that. A rule for the nighttime routine, though, is, like, once it's, like, nighttime, aka when I'm, like, done with work, like, overhead light is non-existent. It is only lamps and, like, wax warmers from there. Like, it's just, like, it's a, a, what's the word? I feel like that type of lighting like helps me wind down and for someone who I have a hard time going to bed early like that's just naturally I'm a night owl and so then I have a hard time waking up early I kind of need some physical cues to like help my body like know what's gonna happen and so no overhead lights just lamp and like wax warmers to give like some like nighttime lighting you know what I mean like it's a vibe um Hunter and I, like, will watch TV or just, like, hang out, like, whatever that typically looks like after we have dinner. Um, I always have to have something sweet. That's just – it doesn't matter what I did that day. It doesn't matter if I even want something sweet. Like, I have to have something sweet. Like, I don't make the rules. My nighttime skincare routine is something I can always count on. Like, it's always going to happen. Like, even if I'm tired, even if I'm exhausted, even if I just want to go into bed, like, the skincare routine is something that, like – You can, like, place your bets on it, and I can promise you, like, you're always going to win. Like, it's just something that's been a priority for me. Like, my skin has been kind of all over the place, just, like, with, like, different hormones, different types of birth control, just different life changes. Like, my skin naturally is, like, the thing that takes a lot of the heat of, like, changes in my body. And so I really have had to, like, prioritize, like, taking care of my skin. And, like, obviously now I'm a lot more into it, so it's more enjoyable for me. But, like, we're talking the whole nine. I'm washing my face. I'm doing some kind of, like, toner, maybe exfoliating. Lots of serums, brighteners, creams, under-eye creams, maybe a face mask. Then I'm tweezing. I'm dermaplaning. I'm literally zapping my face with, like, a a high-frequency wand. Like, we do the whole thing. Moisturize. We slug. Like, I live for a skincare routine. And so that's what happens every single night. Like sometimes it's not as elaborate as others. Like the other night I like went in on my skincare routine, but then there's also nights where I'll literally just, and this takes like five minutes. Like I'll just wash my face, like either do some kind of like a toner or like I use these like Dr. Dennis Gross, like neutralizing like these two-step like pads. They're literally the best thing ever. I'll do that, like a brightener, some moisturizer and call it a day. Like it doesn't have to be crazy, but, like, there's never a night that it doesn't – something doesn't happen. Like, and I cannot sleep with my makeup on. Like, I just won't be able to fall asleep. People who fall asleep specifically with mascara on, like, that's serial killer energy to me. Like, I, how do you sleep with mascara on? Like, my body will not rest if I can't, like, rub my eyes. I cannot rest. I just don't know how you guys do it. That's just crazy to me. Um, 
And then before we go to bed, like, I kind of make sure that the apartment, it's not that big, so it's not that hard. But it's I, like, tidy it up a little bit so that way it, like, looks nice in the morning when I wake up. Always fill up the Stanley Cup. Do I drink any water once I fill it up? Maybe, like, two sips. But it always has to be full. Ice, water, by the bed. Matching PJ set. Always. Always. And then I scroll on TikTok in bed. But I'd like to tell you that I read before bed. Yes, I would. But honestly, like, Hunter and I will, like, get in bed together and I'll scroll on TikTok and he'll, I don't know what he does. Watches YouTube? I don't know. Like, that, we're kind of, we're leaning into our toxic side on that one. Are we being really productive? No. We're 21 and 22. Like, who cares? Like, I can scroll on TikTok before bed. Like, sometimes I'll compare myself to content creators who, like, I think of um one of my faves, JC Marie Smith. Literally my mother. Sorry, mom. And she is just like the moment for me, right? And so she'll talk about being like, oh my gosh, like I'm in my reading era. Like I'm reading before bed, like being so productive. And I'll be like, shoot, I need to do that. And I'm like, she's like 26 or 27. Like I'm 21. Like I'm going to go, if that my most toxic thing that I do is scroll on TikTok before bed, I'm okay with that. Like, that is okay. Like, I don't need to be super productive from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. I love TikTok. I'm going to use it. That's, like, really the only social media I also, like, actively scroll on either. And so, like, that's just, like, a decompressing time for me, in my opinion. And so, yeah, that's essentially my nighttime routine. That one's not super followed. Like, when it was cooler out, Texas is so hot right now. You couldn't catch me dead going on a walk. But when it was nicer out, like, we would go on a walk, like, literally every single day. So, like, that was a part of our routine, but it is not anymore. I would – no, I'm not going on a walk. Like, that's just not going to happen. But that's kind of our nighttime routine. Nothing crazy, nothing glamorous. I feel like everyone does that. But that's just kind of what we do. And so, regardless of what you do, I do think it's important to say that consistency is everything. And I know that's, like, clicheing. It's like, okay, duh. That's what people say about everything. Like, if you're consistent with your skincare, like, then you'll see results. Or if you're consistent in the gym, like, then you'll see results. Like, that's – but that's just, like, the truth. So, sorry, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. But the thing I love the most about a routine is the comfort aspect of it. Like, I know how my day is going to start and I know how it's going to end. And I even said this to, to Hunter yesterday, literally. We had made plans to go to this baseball game on a Sunday And I started freaking out because I'm like, "Mm, I need to Sunday reset. And that's during my reset time. Like, Sunday resets are my routine. Like, when am I going to do laundry? When am I going to vacuum? When am I going to – like, that is when I do that. And I hold really tightly to that. I didn't even realize that until I got so upset that he had made plans for us on a Sunday. It was – I'm obviously super happy I went. And it was really, really fun. But I'm a girl who loves a routine. And it gives me comfort knowing that there is like time scheduled for me to do X, Y, Z thing. And like I can count on that happening during my day. Um, I think especially with working from home, like I really enjoy like kind of knowing like what's going to happen throughout my day and like knowing I'm going to have time with Hunter and knowing like how my morning is going to go before work gets crazier, like knowing I'm going to have time to call a friend, whatever it might be. And so there's just a comforting aspect to it. And so if you aren't doing it consistently, it's not going to be comforting at all. And I think the best part about the comfort aspect, I know I touched on this like a few minutes ago, but you have to give your brain like physical 
triggers. I think that that's like one of the most helpful parts of a routine is I have a really hard time waking up in the morning because I'm not a morning person and I have a hard time going to bed early because I'm a night owl. And so when I'm able to have things at night that like trigger that it's like, okay, like we're wrapping up the night. It's like almost kind of time for bed. We're winding down. That's able to help me like get tired sooner so I can go to bed. Whereas if I was just working all night or like on my computer all night or like kind of being all over the place, like it's kind of hard for me to shut off my brain because like my brain will literally just go. And like sometimes I have no control over it. That's kind of how Hunter is too. So it's been really good for us to like have a nighttime routine so that's like it helps our brain prepare for like okay it's almost time to go to sleep and same thing in the morning like I know I'm exhausted but I know I don't have to start working until I've gotten all of these other things done and it's like this like slow like wake up process that I go on like it's like a little journey I go on with my body before and then all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh I'm like literally wide awake right now and so I don't know if that's like a stupid observation or like a brilliant one But that was something I realized when I was making this outline and I was like, okay, wait, slay. Like that is actually like really kind of cool. I'm not reinventing the wheel, but I thought that that was interesting. And lastly, you want to make a routine that you love, that you are excited to do. It's the same thing, you know, romanticize your life, but your morning routine or your nighttime routine is something that you do every single day. And if it's something that I do for 30 minutes a day, every day, like that's a pretty significant chunk of my life. And so I really want to enjoy what I'm doing in the mornings as opposed to just like drudging through it or like being like rolling out of bed and starting to work and not enjoying like the small moments of life, which is like the mundane. It's, it's the things you do in the morning. It's the things you do at night. It's the things that you can kind of count on that you're always going to be doing. Um, And sometimes like those are the things that I love the most about my day. Like even if my day is crazy and awful, I love getting to sit on the couch and drink my morning coffee. I love getting to like unwind and like hang out with Hunter on the couch. I love that we get to sit down and have dinner together. Like there's certain things that I can hopefully count on that are going to happen. And sometimes those are like the sweetest and like best parts of your day. And ultimately, I think having a routine will help you be fabulous. And isn't that all of our goal? To be fabulous and to accomplish a lot of things. I know that's my goal. I'm trying to be more fabulous lately. And I think a routine will help. There's this photo on Pinterest that I've always loved, and it's like a secret to a successful life is hidden in your morning routine. It's something like that, and I've always loved that because it's literally true. Like, that's what's going to make you stand out amongst other people is, like, if you can nail down a morning routine, like, it really will change your life. And I know that sounds so stupid and crazy, but literally just try it. Like, set a couple goals. Don't be crazy. And do them consistently every morning and, like, watch how that affects your day. I really do for all my ladies who don't like to have morning routines or nighttime routines. I think it will be huge. But that's all I have for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys were along for the ride as I've just been rambling on about my favorite thing in the world and becoming a routine queen. Someone put that on a t-shirt. If there's something that's my brand, it's routine queen. I need to, if we ever do March one day, that will be on it. I can guarantee you that. I just love it so much. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, always literally love like just getting to sit down and chat with you and being a part of your routine, your podcast routine. Um, if you love this week's episode, make sure you send it to a friend and to, you know, just bless someone's day. Um, I hope that this episode was a blessing to you guys and you guys got something from it. 
Um, if you're not yet, you need to make sure that you're following us on Instagram and TikTok. I've been kind of slacking on my TikTok game lately, so maybe if you guys go over there and follow me, it'll motivate me to be posting more TikToks. Um, if you missed it, my best friend came on the podcast for the last two weeks. Um, Jesus People Places, Kenzie Marsh, she came on and we read Wedding Horror Stories, which was hilarious. And then we did an episode about finding community in post-grad, which she has literally mastered. And she's made so many friends in post-grad and had a lot to share. So if you've missed those, definitely don't forget to check them out. And make sure you're subscribed, whether you're on Spotify or Apple or on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. If you haven't yet, make sure you rate the podcast five stars. It really helps She's Going Places grow. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And let's go places together. Thank you.